Dear Faithful, this week uh, our community, the Armenian people, the Armenian nation marked the 105th anniversary of the Armenian genocide perpetrated by the Ottoman Turkish Empire. It needn't be remarked, but let us just say that this year was unlike any other year uh, in terms of genocide commemoration in modern times. We were forced to not gather together physically, but to gather together online to communicate by new means the respect, the love, and the honor that we have for our blessed ancestors, for our sainted and martyred ancestors of the Armenian Genocide. Despite the fact this would not be what any of us would have wanted for this year's commemoration, it is nonetheless an expression of the deep and abiding devotion that we have for, um, for those that came before us and the sacrifices that they made, that despite the troubles that we face today in this world, locally or around the world, in Armenia as well, that Armenians of every walk of life and in every community took the time to, in the best way possible, and in a way that brought pride to their nation and to their forebearers, to remember the sainted martyrs of the Armenian Genocide, to celebrate their memory, and to give thanks for all of the progress that has been made since those dark days. Their memory, their legacy, gives us hope and gives us strength, no matter whatever challenge faces us as we move forward in our life, whether they be the unique and somewhat unprecedented challenges that humanity faced today, or whatever challenges that we may encounter going forward, we remember that we have behind us and next to us as we walk our ancestors who pray for us from heaven to God, that we be strengthened, that we see hope when we're in doubt, that we see the light when we feel as though we were in darkness. They and their strength, they give us the strength that we need to move forward day by day from now and forevermore. Earlier this week, um, we decided in the midst of all of the difficult things that uh, you know, we're confronted with on a daily basis, that uh, Yeritskin and myself would put something online that we felt as though was a little bit lighter, maybe a little bit more enjoyable, something that would take people's minds off of things. And we shared um, a two-part video of uh, Yeritskin, Ani, and our daughter Mane going to install uh, queens, two new queens that we received for the church's beehives that we have uh, behind the structure of the church. Year by year, you know, these bees that we've been keeping now for, I think, six or seven years, they produce honey, they enrich in the ecosystem that we're a part of here in San Francisco, particularly the local eco ecosystem. Um, and they also provide for us honey that we're able to share with the community and sell for fundraising purposes. Um, but it's been a, in a lovely program, and I thank Yeritsky and Ani for all of the hard work that she's done every year to, to make this happen and for the parish and their support of this program. But it was something that was light and it was fun, and it was also fun for us to make because walking outside um, to be in the sun, to hear the birds singing, uh, to smell the flowers that are blooming, it was undeniable that we were in the depths of this uh, spring, which had sprung so quickly upon us. And uh, it warmed our hearts and um, it soothed our souls to be outside in God's creation and to see the transformation that takes place, and sometimes very quickly. It should be no surprise that this transformation and quick transformation, um, the experience of it uh, and the impact that it has on people, you know, on humanity, on all of, 
all of the world and creation as we go through the seasons is deeply expressed um, throughout the uh, traditions and in the calendar of the Armenian church. Today, we um, mark a Sunday which is known as Ashkara Madur, the World Church, or Green Sunday. The reason it's called Green Sunday or Ganach Kiragi is because it uh, reminds us of the growth of the, um, of the uh, blooming of the early church that took place and which happened relatively quickly um, given the challenges that um, the disciples and the apostles faced in those earliest days of the church uh, following Christ's resurrection and then ascension as the Holy Spirit descended on the upper room and established Christ's church during Pentecost. In those early days, the church was but a seed that was planted in a soil that had been made fertile by the Lord's presence and by his blessing. He had been mashageling, cultivating the soil um, of humanity up until that moment so that the idea of the church having been planted would grow and would thrive if it was properly nurtured and cared for. And that is what the disciples did. And again, giving all of the challenges that they had before them, um, to, to, to mark a few, these men were uh, proponents of a religion that both went against the Jewish authority and the Roman authority, which they were serving under. They were mostly men of little education and of no means financially whatsoever. They had been persecuted. They had, been, um, they had suffered, each and every one of them. And yet still, when they were given this task, they cared for it as they uh, you know, received the, uh, the gift that was entrusted to them. And they took that commission, that great commission that Christ gave them, and under their care and their, um, and their, uh, their students and under the churches that they established, the church bloomed and thrived, as the world does in spring. And so just as we see you know, the world become green all of a sudden around us uh, under the light of the sun and being nourished by the waters of the sky, so we saw the church bloom throughout the world and eventually cover the entire world with God's blessings. We remember that today. But I want us to remember that that same blooming, that same growth is something that happens within the soul of those who call themselves followers of Jesus Christ. Christ in his parable spoke very clearly that, you know, the kingdom of God is like a seed that has been planted in the good, good soil, not the rocky soil, you know, not the sandy soil, but in the soil that is good and has been cultivated, wherein it will grow. And when we cultivate our souls, so to receive that holy word, so to receive that blessing within us, then it will bloom and it will thrive. And it will cover not just our inner life, but everything that we touch. This is why when we look upon the Armenian cross, traditionally speaking, we don't see a bare cross, but we see a richly decorated cross which evinces the Holy Trinity, which evinces um, the new life that's in the cross, and we see life bursting out from underneath it and all around it. Because to have faith in Jesus Christ, to submit to it, to cultivate our inner spiritual life so as to receive it and, so, and to nurture it so that it grows means that new life is within us and without us and all around us. And I believe that this is the message during this time that we need to remember that no matter what difficulties that we're facing with the um, 
you know, prayers uh, of intercession to our uh, sainted martyrs of the Armenian Genocide, with the saints who are supplicating to God on our behalf every day by the mercy of Jesus Christ and by that blessing that resides within us for those of us that have been blessed in the Holy Baptismal Font, for those of us that are temples of the Holy Spirit, as we cultivate that space for holiness to thrive within us, it will grow, it will bloom, it will bloom into a spring in our lives. That's my prayer for each and every one of us today, that that faith be uh, planted firmly in a cultivated soul space and that it grow and that it thrive with the nourishment that we receive through prayer, through hearing the word of God, um, and through committing ourselves to one another and to the Lord Almighty, to give him glory along with his Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Once again, thank you for joining us for this live stream. Um, we will see you this afternoon at one o'clock for our virtual fellowship hour, and we're going to be concluding with the Lord's Prayer in just a moment. Thank you. Ordnial der Meer, Jesus Christus, Amen. Amen. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit. May we depart and live this day in peace, and may the Lord be with us always. Amen.